This week's episode of the O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia. Visit them at MosierMultimedia.com. Want to sponsor the O'Brien and Doug podcast to keep the magic going? Just send an email to O'BrienAndDoug at gmail.com. That's O'BrienAndDoug at gmail.com. Welcome to the Fun Dungeon. <laughs> O'Brien and Doug. Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. And welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. I'm O'Brien. I'm Doug. And uh, we come to you live. <laughs> One of these days we're going to switch those around. Just confuse the hell out of people. Uh, no, you just, it sounded like we're going to do a newscast or something. It's like, <laughs> welcome to the 7 o'clock news from the Fun Dungeon. Our top story tonight, a probe is launched at Uranus and people everywhere giggle. Uh, here's what we're going to do today, Doug. We're going to do the uh, climb the wall of tunes like we did last time. Climb the wall of tunes? I just named it. Do you like it? I like it, yeah. Climb the wall of tunes. So we'll we'll do that. Should I get a rope? Should I get a rope and a helmet? No, I'm going to climb the wall. Oh, okay. You're just going to guess what what what, a, what it is that I chose. What, I better what, put my thinking cap on. <laughs> uh, and I do have uh, a special it's guest. It's made of tinfoil. <laughs> I do have a special guest for this episode uh, because Wait. I don't know. I'm just going to call him number two. Number uh, two. Number two. Yeah. This is this is child number two. This sounds like Austin Powers. This say, is my number two. Say I hi. Called him say hi, child number, number two. two. Hello. <laughs> child number two. This is number two. And the reason the reason I bring child number two on the podcast this week is because uh, he is a resident expert uh, in all things sports. Uh, and so I'd like to talk a little bit about, actually, you know, because he, he, he says, you're going to talk about this on the podcast tonight, Dad? And I said, well, yeah, I think that would be a, a cool thing to talk about. He says, but you don't know anything about it. And I said, well, Doug probably does. So that's why I said, well, you can come on the show. So uh, number, number... Oh, is the, is the topic secret? No, it's not secret, but I, I just want to... Oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dump it on you right now. We're going to talk about the NFL draft being online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was hoping we'd talk about that. Yeah, like. yeah. So I don't know. I'm not as... You know, I like watching football. Uh, it's my favorite sport. I, I enjoy talking about the players. I enjoy watching uh, the games. I get I get right into the spirit of it. But I, I am not uh, as well-versed on it as you are, and certainly not as well-versed on it as my son. Um, uh, it's evident because he just won't stop talking about it, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But uh, it's better. It's better. It's a better hobby than like, uh, you know, smoking cocaine or something. That's true. That's true. Say, um, yeah, you're lucky. You got to look at the positives, man. <laughs> yes, I am lucky. He says. All right. So, so can you smoke cocaine? Oh, it's crack. I think. Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I wanna, yeah, I think you can. I want to put that right out there. I have no idea. I saw New Jack City. I saw it. Okay, there you go. All right, so I've got uh, number two here. So um, what do you want to talk about, number two? I don't know. It's 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 radio, bud. You can't you can't shrug your shoulders. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so who's your favorite? Who 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 do you see going top? 
as in like who who do I think is the best player in the draft or who do I think will be picked number one? Let's do that's both. Two different, yeah. That's two different Let's stories. Let's do both. Who, yeah. who do you think the best yeah. player in the draft is? I believe the best player in the draft is Chase Young, the defensive end from Ohio State. He is like a model of Nick, Young, Nick Bosa, the number two pick from last year that the 49ers took. Who is his, just amazing. And it's his successor at Ohio State as well. And while Chase Young's not as polished with his hands, he is a freak athlete. Once he, like, polishes it off, he will be a dominant defensive end in the NFL. I'd have to say it would be him because it's kind of a – this year's draft class is not that impressive to me. I think this this year's draft class is – very deep in certain positions like this is a very good wide receiver draft class and it's like not a very deep quarterback draft class oh definitely not yeah like there's a there's a couple but after that it just drops off see what i mean about you know sports expert i mean this kid can go on and on and on and i'll be like well what number is he gonna be (laughs) (laughs) i like football (laughs) can we get some doritos Where's the dip? Right. Right here, actually. <laughs> okay, so uh, who do you think is going to go first? I believe the quarterback from LSU, Joe Burrow, will go number that's, one. That, that's exactly what I was going to say, Joe. Yeah. Because he's the Heisman winner for them this past year. He led his team to a national championship and had one of the best seasons in college football history. I think he'll go number one. Plus, it's the Bengals, and they need a quarterback to succeed Andy Dalton. Yeah, I say exactly the same because uh, Tua hurt himself last season. Yep, he probably would have been number one. Yes, but he's he's gonna he's gonna drop in the draft this year. He'll probably I, still go in the first round, but he's not gonna be. He may be top ten. Yeah, I believe that the Dolphins or the Chargers might take a chance on him, but you think so. It, it's a possibility. The Pats were talking about it, but I don't think they're going to go that way. No, I don't either. You know, it's funny about that kid from LSU, though. LSU's mascot is the Tigers. If he gets drafted by the Bengals, they're Tigers. <laughs> so he's going to be like that Tiger King guy. <laughs> Have you ever watched that? No. No, I haven't watched either. it. You know, I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to put myself through that. I know. Cause we were talking to a buddy of ours who said that, you know, once you, once you watch it, you, you do get hooked. And uh, yeah. I don't want yeah. that to happen. <laughs> I just don't want it to happen. It so, just sounds like something if you watch, you're going to have to take a shower afterwards, like a shower and hand sanitizer. Let me let me go here now because I know we talked already about uh, uh, Brady going to uh, Tampa Bay, but we didn't include Jude. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay? Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah, you didn't hear about that? I did not he's hear about to, that. He's, he's trademarking, okay? Tampa Bay or Tampa Brady. He's trademarking both of those. He is? Yes. Yeah, I heard that he was, like, calling out um, or wondering why Drew Brees never came up with uh, Drew Orleans. So So we haven't haven't explored number two's thoughts about Brady going to Tampa Bay, so I'm going to give you the floor, number two. Oh, yeah, I want to hear his thoughts. Okay, well, I think... I believe it hurt his legacy, although he did come out and say that he 
has never cared about his legacy. He just wants to go out and play football. And I guess what's best for him, Tampa Bay is a good spot. They have a bunch of quality wide receivers there. They have decent pass protection, so he won't necessarily get injured as much. But I think he could bring them to a playoff run. I I don't I mean I don't like that he left the Patriots cuz like that's I believe it hurt his legacy. I that, think most people would agree with you. I think we we kind of uh summed that up last uh last time as well. I did anyway. I don't know what we're I'm not really sure. I think this is just like well, you know, he's been in New England for 20 years. Yeah. He moves to Florida, so basically he's a New Englander now. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Hey, well, you look at it this way too. Uh, did uh, Montana going to the Kansas City Chiefs hurt his legacy? Not one bit. No, you know who did get, who did destroy his legacy is Barb. Mm. Yes, I, I don't mean, remember where great. he went. Did he go to Denver? Where did he, he go? Went to Minnesota. He went everywhere. <laughs> did he? He went to Minnesota. He went. Didn't he go over the Jets for a while? Yep, he did. Oh, jeez, I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot about. That. Yeah, I mean, Peyton Manning. You want to go to the? What, if you want to go to the Jets, why don't you just be? That's like the football equivalent of equivalency of uh, becoming a stripper. <laughs> Peyton Manning also. Where did he go after uh, Indianapolis? Denver. 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 Right? Denver. But he yeah. won a Super Bowl yeah. there. Right. But still. Yeah, but so, he won a Super Bowl there. So. Right. So maybe maybe Tom Brady is you know maybe he's starting a whole. Well, no, because he's forty. He's forty two. He's forty two. Yeah. yeah. He's he, not. He, they're not going to the Super Bowl, man. No, I you know. I don't think so either. They, if anything, they've they've uh, you know sold more season tickets this year. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know because I don't want to watch Tom Brady. But and you think, Tam- think Tampa Bay probably knows that? Too. Oh yeah, they gotta know. They you gotta know, be realistic. Yeah, they're they're doing this for for I'm not gonna say publicity, but they're doing this to get get butts in the stands for sure. You know, because oh, yeah. people yeah. will go. Well, <laughs> I say that it's 2020. Nobody's gonna go in any stands anywhere for anything <laughs> uh, for a little while anyway. But but yeah, Tampa well, Bay. They're, well, they're talking about they're talking about starting the season that way. No fans, right? You can play the games, but no fans or. Like the rest of us call it the regular season for a Bengals team. <laughs> so I'm done with you, number two. All right. <laughs> like always. <laughs> Chew them up and spit them out. No, actually, actually, uh, tell tell uh, Doug what you what you. I don't know if I told him what uh, you plan on doing for for school. What, what's what's your major? Well, I plan on going for sports management. Oh, dude, that would be perfect for you. Wouldn't man. it, though? Yeah, absolutely. He's a walking sports encyclopedia. This kid. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, do you know, work your strengths, man. Don't go to school for, you know, for something that you're gonna hate. Work, yeah, work your strengths, but also work your passion. I mean, if that's if yeah. something you're passionate about, then and you can't really argue with that. I think this in this case, it's both his passion and his strength, so it works. I mean, it's like the perfect storm. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Now, good job for you, man. Thanks. All right, now off with you. All right. Thanks for having me. (laughs) We're flushing the number two. (laughs) This week's episode of the O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia. Visit them at MosierMultimedia.com. Want to sponsor the O'Brien and Doug podcast to keep the magic going? Just send an email to O'BrienAndDoug at gmail.com. That's O'BrienAndDoug at gmail.com. So uh, that's a sports section of the O'Brien and Doug podcast. That was fun. Can we do that with him again? Sometime? Sure. Yeah. No, I'd love to. I'd love to have uh, all yeah. my my brood on. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna we're gonna uh, climb the wall of tunes now. 
Uh, All right. Because our, po our podcasts have been uh, like 30 minutes, and I'm trying to cut them down to at least, you know, 28. So, um, oh, <laughs> what are we going to do with two minutes? Right. So, okay. So, uh, my stage manager here, he, he doesn't have a number. He doesn't get a number. Assigned? He's number four. Yeah. Number four. Number okay. four. Yeah. Hey, number four. Hello. <laughs> okay. So, uh, number four is going to be my witness. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to climb the wall of tunes here. I'm going to pick a CD and, uh, at random, uh, blindly. And obviously, because we talked about how these CDs are obviously mean something to me, we're going to talk about uh, my thoughts, your thoughts, whether you've, you've even heard of this artist, or and you're going to try and guess who it is, right? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. So, closing my eyes. You you got this? Mm -hmm. All right. Closing my eyes. I'm going to stand up. Oh, I just pulled up my... Hold on. I can't hear you. We're in a... The fun dungeon here is kind of uh, crowded. I can hear him. You can hear him? Great. Okay. I pulled up my headphone jack. Sorry. Okay. Ah. All right. So it happens. To, it happens to people your age. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I pulled out my jack, Doug. <laughs> All right. Closing my eyes, reaching up, reaching up. You see me? You see me, number four? Yep. All right. I'm just gonna grab whatever this is. <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. We can talk for hours about this one. Really? Okay. Yeah. So somebody I'm familiar with. Oh yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So. All right. Is the guessing begun? Uh, the guessing shall commence now. Okay. Uh, band or solo artist? Solo artist. Okay. Um, rock uh, but genre. this, but this artist, oh. I would say, but this artist. No, no. If I give you that clue, you're gonna get it. No, solo artist. Solo artist. Solo, solo artist. Okay, yep. rock genre. Um. Yeah. Folk, folk, folky. Uh, uh, roots, roots rock. Kinda? Yes. Yes. Roots rock. Okay. Um. Have we seen this person in concert before? Uh. Yes. Both of us. Yes. Is it John Hyatt? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I may have stacked this because um, I recently went through this wall of tunes and and started pulling. Uh, I have a stack of uh, next to me a stack of Sammy Hagar, Van Halen, uh, you know CDs that that I, and I want to put them all in one section because not these CD, okay, yeah. these albums aren't in order right now and I want them to be okay. So, that, that's what I was going to ask you if they were like alphabetical not order yet. or they're just random. Not okay. yet. They're random right now. Uh, I have plans to put them in order. So what I what I did with John Hyatt probably probably Thursday is I I got all my John Hyatt CDs in a pile and I put them in one section of of the shelf. Ah. So okay. So as I'm as I'm kind of I got my eyes closed. I'm reaching around. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of knew where the John Hyatt CDs were. <laughs> so well, next time we'll have, we'll have number four spin you around like it's pin the tail on the donkey or something. Or maybe we'll have number four pick it. Oh, even better. Yeah, maybe we'll have you pick the CD yeah. next time. Yeah. Is yeah. That... There we go. Let's see. Uh, so you guess the artist. What album am I holding right now? Oh, I have no idea, dude. He's got forty-seven. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, let me tell you how we. I learned of this album. We were watching um, Hootie and the Blowfish 
on VHS. They had a, a summer camp with trucks. Oh, I love that. I love that one. Right? And and so actually this is the first time I've heard this guy's name was on that was on that video cuz we we loved Hootie and the Blowfish. Still love Hootie and the Blowfish. It was just it was yeah. it was kind of our era, you know, when we were coming together as a band and everything. And so uh, Darius Rucker said something about uh, he was singing a, a Hyatt song in the uh, backstage, and he mentioned uh, you know John Hyatt, and and I was like, oh, who's John Hyatt? So and we found out that um, the name of the debut album from Hootie and the Blowfish came from a Hyatt song off of this album. Do you remember? No, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll sing you part of the song. There was a life that I was living in some cracked rear view where no future was given to a heart untrue. I think it's heart untrue. The song is learning how to love you. Do you know what album that comes off of? He he had no. he had a kind of a tumultuous beginning. He had he was a songwriter in uh, in L.A. in the seventies, and he put out some. Was, well, hold on. Was he, this a Thank You Girl album? Yes. Ah. He put out he put out a bunch of albums in the in the seventies and early eighties that were kind of you know um, cult favorites. They're kind of under the radar, and and some some songs from those albums other people recorded. And then he got sober. And this album is the first in what he calls his sober trilogy. Okay. It's a favorite, and you know what it is. You probably just can't think of the name. It does have Thank You Girl on it. It has Memphis in the Meantime on it. It has... Um, yeah, th- but the, the name of the album's uh, escaping me. Yeah. Bring the Family. Oh, yes. yes. Bring the family. That's a great album. Probably man. one of his best, in in my opinion. It had obviously it had uh, Ry Cooter uh, playing guitar. It had Nick Lowe in there. I think was playing bass. Uh, Jim Keltner, the legendary uh, session drummer, playing drums on uh, it. Yeah, um, Jim Keltner. And just man. listen. I mean, if you're a John Hyatt fan, you know uh, these songs. Have a little faith in me. Thing called yep. love that Bonnie Raitt went and had a huge hit with. Uh, Memphis yep. in the meantime, Alone in the Dark. I know that was featured in a bunch of movies. Right. But, but yeah. yeah, so that song Learning How to Love You is where Hootie and the Blowfish got the name for their debut album, Cracked Review. Um See, I I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So and and then after this album came um slow, original sin on it and all. Slow turning. Slow turning. Yeah. Okay. The second in this in the sober trilogy is Slow Turning and then Stolen Moments was the third one. Stolen moments. Stolen moments was the third one. Yeah, I had a bunch of hits. Oh, okay, yeah, as well. So, yep. um, I should say, I should say hits. Um, they weren't really hits, but they were like when you think of John Hyatt, these are the songs that you think of were from these three albums. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. the songs that when you go to a concert, those are the songs that uh, you're you're wanting to hear because those are his like cult favorites. Anyway, right, right, I, right. Yeah, I'm a huge John Hyatt fan, as are you, and we've seen him. Well, you're the one that got me into John Hyatt. So. Yes. Yes, and I'm so glad I did. Um, yes, me too. We, uh, I know I've seen him twice, and have you seen him once or twice? I've only I've only seen him once at the uh, LL Bean free concert, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. I remember that. Yeah, he was with the uh, what, what they what, what did his band call himself? Um, at something, that something something BDs. 
Nashville Beauties or no? Not you're the Nashville Queens. Nashville Queens. I don't yeah, think it was the Nashville Queens that were playing with him at that. Don't think so. Nope. Oh, I, I thought it was. Nope. I think it was. Uh, hey, and that's another thing because I was going to give you a hint because you said is it a solo artist or is it a band? And I said it was a solo artist, but I was going to say he has a knack for naming his bands. Because he yeah, has see, the coolest you, names for his band. He does, man. The Goners. Um, uh, the Nashville Queens. Oh, the Guilty Dogs. Don't forget the Guilty yeah, Dogs. Yeah, it's the Guilty Dogs. That yep. was a great name. Yep, Nashville. That's one he did. When, that's who he had when he did uh, uh, Austin City Limits. Yep, and also when... Uh, actually, no. It wasn't the Guilty Dogs? No, then? that was the Nashville Queens. Oh. The Guilty Dogs was live at Budokan. Hyatt comes live at Budokan. Oh, and the yeah, Guilty Dogs were the ones that did perfectly good guitar. Uh, right, that, right, right, right. That album, yeah. The Nashville Queens are. With, he did Little Head, he did Walk On, he did um, uh, Crossing Muddy Waters. Uh, mm, those were yes. all. Those were all the Nashville Queens. Um, okay. Uh, with him, he plays for with a band for probably three or four years, and then he, and then he moves on, which is kind of, kind of nice because he has different sounds. Let's talk about John Hyatt a little bit, uh, as far as. Uh, when we were into him, and the, and as he progressed in age and everything, and the, and the material that he put out, what are your thoughts about like some of the stuff that he's put out lately? Uh, it's kind of I don't want to say it's dark, but it's more gritty now. Yeah, I I think it is dark. I mean, like I, like he's coming to the like he realizes that. He's coming to the twilight of his years. Yeah. So now he's his writing has restarted reflecting that. Yeah. And you know, it started, it, I was a little worried there for a little while. Uh, not that I care because I love everything he does. Um, but the Same Old Man album is what clued me in. Uh, because he did the Same Old Man oh. album. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did yeah. the Same Old Man album in his own studio by himself. Not by himself, but I mean, he, he kind of produced it and everything. And yeah. It was a folk record, and it was not the John Hyatt that we got into in the in the '90s. Um, yeah, yeah. Because that John Hyatt was was uh, kind of a kind of a rocker almost, you know. Like, well, a, he was a rocker, and his songs were so catchy. Yeah, and there was such such great storytelling in them. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And then same old man came out, and it was okay. And I, I still, I still like it. There are songs on there that I listen to. And this is like, oh with, yeah, there's a couple good ones. This is like with any artist, you know, uh, and you don't fault them for it. It's just kind of the, the their trajectory, right? And so, yeah, absolutely. And so, but then he came out with, uh, I can't remember the sequence of, of albums. But I think it was it a Mystic Pinball after that. It no, I don't. Was that right after Same Old Man? I don't I remember. Think so Mystic Pinball was a return, in my opinion to uh, some of that stuff from the 90s that had a lot of roots rock on it. Um, it did, but it was darker. It was dark. Uh, uh, yeah. I, the one I think of is uh, um, uh, the wood chipper one. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was that was really dark. And then there's then there's uh, 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 dirty jeans and mudslide hymns with damn this town about going to prison and you know, it's just very folky and very dark, but still great. Oh yeah, yep. And then, um, and then so everything. And then he came out with the, the Eclipse Sessions, and there was a there was another one. Oh, uh, uh, Terms of My Surrender. All great stuff, and all very John Hyatt. Uh, but you're right, just very dark and very uh, age appropriate, right? I, yeah. I mean, for his, oh, yeah, he's definitely. like he's sixty eight, sixty nine years old now. So I mean, he's. I was about to say he's pushing seventy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, 
and I'll never stop buying his stuff just because I love oh, the, no, I no. love the way he writes, yeah. you know. Exactly. Um but I that there will be always be a special place in my heart for that stuff from the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s even um that you can't when it comes on you can't uh you can't turn away, you got to crank it up. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I agree. All right. So that, that that was the uh we climbed the wall of tunes and we took down John Hyatt's Bring the Family. It may have been stacked. It may have not been. I'm not going to admit to anything. <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. Hey, you know, when you when you it rem, what reminded me when you talked about uh, the Hootie Bullfish um uh summer camp with trucks, right? Video. Yep. Do you remember when they told the story of them playing in Southern Maine? Yes, with Big Head Todd and the Monsters. With Big Head Todd and the Monsters and a girl puked in their monitor? Yes. <laughs> I do remember that. I love that story, man. I do, too. It almost, uh, we've had a couple of situations uh, of our own, not necessarily throwing up, but definitely uh, people kind of invading our space uh, before oh my we, God. we played live. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve is when they leave their drinks on our equipment, on the speakers or on the stage or whatever. That that really irks me. Right. But that's just me. No, no, it's not I'm just the drummer. You. I'm the drummer. It, no, I'm no. the drummer. I just sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I will say, how, how are you surviving the quarantine so far? I don't know what we're on, like day 43 or 44 or something like that. Oh, it's, it's that few? Yeah. Does it feel... It feels twice as long. It does. But, uh, it is what it is, man. Yep, it is what it is, and they're they're trying to open stuff back up, and some people are. Yeah, they got to they got to start treating us like adults again. Yeah, some people are for it, some people are against it, and you know whatever. Yeah. You know, I I can understand people being cautious, but I want I want to get out and play again. I know, but you know what? I gotta wonder when that's gonna happen because you you know we talked about how uh, people have said that they're not gonna go out. To, to big gatherings for quite a while. I don't care if it's a big gathering. I just want to play. Right. I want to be out in public playing, you know? Yep. I want to play with people, like, within arm's reach. Right. You know? Six feet. Yeah, six feet, right. whatever. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I miss it, too. <laughs> That's why I've been doing all these uh, uh, videos and, and Facebook Live performances and stuff like that, because I just miss playing, you know? Yeah, no, I don't blame you, man. Yeah. So one of these days we'll figure out how we can... We can go live uh, together at the same time. I'm not sure. Yeah, gotta, yeah we'll figure it out. There's got to be some sort of technology somewhere where we can make that happen. Well, I would sure. I would, I would imagine so. Actually, I think there is technology. We just don't know how to use it. That, that's that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> we're, oh. we're not exactly tech savvy. <laughs> right. We have cell phones, and that's about it. That's pretty much it. Yep. I push this button, and it goes to Facebook. <laughs> All right, so we kind of covered everything. We we talked sports, uh, the NFL uh, draft online. We talked. Uh, we have a special guest for that, of course, number two. Um, and we climbed the wall of tunes. And uh, I think that's a pretty good episode right there. That's a very good episode. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. We, t- <laughs> we talked a lot about John Hyatt. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you again next week, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, I'm O'Brien. Yes, I'm going. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody. This week's episode of the O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia. Visit them at MosierMultimedia.com. 
Want to sponsor the O'Brien and Doug podcast to keep the magic going? Just send an email to O'Brien and Doug at gmail.com. That's O'Brien and Doug at gmail.com.